I think it's pretty amazing that Jesus seemed to act like his traveling band of disciples owned everything. Consider from Luke chapter 9, when the day began to wear away, the twelve came to him and said to Jesus, send the multitude away that they may go into the surrounding towns and country and lodge and get provisions for we are in a deserted place here. But he said to them, you give them something to eat. This is amazing. The scripture says there were 5,000 men in this crowd. I'm not sure if that refers to the total crowd or just the men. If it was just the men and we added women and children, there may have been 15, 20,000 people in this crowd. And yet Jesus is saying, give them something to eat. I mean, who does he think his followers are? What does he think they have access to? It seems like he thinks they own everything. Well, Jesus brings a new world of potential into any setting or any space where he's invited and we harmonize with him. And I'm not just talking about the future, of course, when the kingdom comes in its fullness. I'm talking about right now. Let's not fall into a, an insufficient understanding that the world of Jesus, his kingdom, is only for the new heavens and a new earth to come. It's overflowing back into our time right now. Hebrews 6.5 says we can taste the powers of the age to come right now. You see, my friend, eternal life, yes, it's a higher quality of life from God, but it begins now, however imperfectly or partial, it begins now and it lasts forever. When Jesus came, he brought a new extraordinary world with him, a higher reality. In essence, his message and modeling was this. Change your mind. That's what repentance literally means. Change your mind. Change your lifestyle. The kingdom is drawn near to you. As you're born anew, you will see and enter this kingdom potential. It truly is a higher way of living. Now, the early disciples, they they gradually began to understand this, just as we do, frankly, in our walk with the Lord. They especially began to understand this after the ascension of Christ and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the church. You see, revelation knowledge is progressive, and I'm, I'm using that phrase revelation knowledge in this sense, simply our growing knowledge of revelation. Revelation is there. The word means to uncover. Reveal means to expose or to uncover what's there. Revelation knowledge is our knowledge of that revelation, and our knowledge tends to be, it should be, progressive in nature. Our understanding should not be static, but it should be dynamic, right? So the Holy Spirit, Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will glorify me. He will take of what is mine and will disclose it to you. This is amazing. The Holy Spirit will glorify me, Jesus says. He will take of what is mine and will disclose it to you. Then Jesus says something audacious. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he, the Holy Spirit, takes of what is mine and will disclose it to you. He will reveal it. He will uncover it. He will make it accessible. He will lead you into it. Into what? Into those all things that the Father has given to Jesus. You see, truly, all things are ours in Christ. Now, do a little thought experiment with me, please. 
imagine God the Father, and then closer to you from God the Father is Jesus the Son, and then closer yet is the Holy Spirit, and then you are the fourth person. I'm not saying this in that we're closer to the Holy Spirit than we are to the Father. I'm just using this for an illustrative purpose. Imagine Jesus turning to the Father, and the Father gives all things to him. And then Jesus turns and gives these things to the Spirit. The Spirit then takes of what is Jesus and turns to you and discloses it, reveals it, makes it accessible to you. This is amazing. Now, Paul said something stunning in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 21 through 23. He actually wrote to those Corinthian saints, those imperfect saints, because they were righteous in Christ. But he says to them, all things belong to you. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas, you know, any of those leaders or apostolic leaders in the body of Christ at the time, they actually belonged to the saints. They were there to serve the saints. Or the world belongs to you, that Paul says, or life or death or things present, or things to come. All things belong to you. The world belongs to you. Life itself belongs to you. Even death belongs to you. Things present right now belong to you. Things to come belong to you. And then he says, you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God, the Father. 1 Corinthians 3, the last several verses Amazing. So imagine that. Think about that. That line of ownership or that line of stewardship. All things belong to us. We belong to Christ, the Son, and Christ belongs to God, the Father. Do you see that line of ownership there? That line of responsibility and stewardship. In your faith, place yourself in that, right in that chain of relationship and stewardship. Because I tell you, as, as, as born-again followers of Christ, it's true for you. It's true for me. All things belong to you. You belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to the Father. It's not just for the new heavens and the new earth. He says the present belongs to us as well. So you may say, yeah, I've heard some extreme teaching about that. I've heard some, you know, something about prosperity or some kind of a hyper. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about having enough to do the will of God in your life, having enough to sustain you, having a bit more to share with others, or maybe a lot more to share with others and give away, and having enough resources and enough of everything to do and fulfill the design of God for your life. Consider Romans 8, 32. It says that the father did not spare his own son, but delivered him over for us all. How will he not also with him, with the son, freely give us all things? And so let's bring it into our world. Let's pray it. Let's affirm it. Let's activate it by taking steps of risk and faith and obedience in light of this truth. You know, to start with, just ask the Spirit of Jesus to show you more and more what this means for your life and your calling. Jesus wants to bring his world into your world. He wants to bring it into my world. And so, pray something like this. Father in heaven, I, I acknowledge 
that you are the creator of all things. The earth is yours, Father. Everything in the earth is yours. And I thank you that you've given everything to the Son, to Jesus. And I praise you that everything that the Son has is mine as well. Holy Spirit, would you reveal Christ to me more and more? Show me everything that belongs to Christ. Show me everything that belongs to me in Christ, Holy Spirit. Teach me. Teach me all things. Renew my mind, Father. Father God, I thank you that all things are mine in Christ. Amen. That's a prayer, a prayer blended with affirmation. And then you could also affirm something even more directly, a more direct affirmation and say something like this to the Father in faith. I am reconnected to my true Father and He owns everything. He has given everything to His Son, Jesus Christ. I am open to the teaching of the Holy Spirit. I'm grateful that the Holy Spirit reveals to me everything in Christ. All things belong to me as a follower of Jesus Christ. I receive it gratefully. I'm resolved, for Jesus has come to give me abundant life by grace.